everybody, welcome back to production night. We are so happy to be back. Welcome to the Valentine's Day special because guys, this is gonna come out on Valentine's Day. On the day that we are recording, it's Wednesday after production night. So we have some very special news for you guys. It's a very, very special episode. And I am so excited because I'm joined by a very, very special guest. Hi. Hi, I'm Samaya. I am a transfer student from Mesa, and this is my first podcast with the Daily Aztec, and I'm really, really excited, uh, especially about our Valentine's Day issue, so let's get right into it. Yeah, absolutely. So you're a transfer. Talk about that. Where did you transfer from? So I got my um, AA in communication, and I transferred, and then now I'm double majoring in journalism and communication, and I hope to be a broadcaster someday. So trying to awesome. chase that dream. Yeah. So how similar is communication and journalism? Are they like similar in a way? Oh yeah, they go hand in hand for sure. You know, communication focuses on how you interact with people, and journalism is how you you know you write about pe- other people's stories. So knowing how to communicate with them and interview them properly, it all you know it kind of mashes up together so rather than doing a minor in journalism I figured why not do both majors yeah like just you know get really solidified on that yeah absolutely good for you thank you and you also do news for the sports too too right yeah so specifically I would like to get into broadcasting with either the NBA or boxing those are my two favorite sports Um, but yeah I definitely for the Daily Aztec I like you know dipping into every section here and there sports are great the arts and culture section is great the opinion section the news section all of it it's great to have an outlet to you know just share stories of other people and get right into it oh absolutely well awesome thank you so much for joining me thank I you really for appreciate having me. it yeah of course let's get right into it and the first story that we want to talk about is dating apps popular but ineffective for students so this was written by our news editor caitlin robison obviously queen <laughs> and so she talks about how the dating world has changed to accommodate the digital age. And Love at First Sight is better known at Love at First Swipe, which is so convenient because every movie you see nowadays is them on Tinder or a dating app. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So she goes on to talk about how, you know, the most popular dating apps, you know, we know Bumble, we know Tinder, Grinder, Plenty of Fish. Have you ever heard of Plenty of Fish? I have. I actually, like, <laughs> I tried it out once. Really? Many- Many, many years ago, and very interesting, you know. I feel like with online, you know, you can say and do and be whoever, and then in person it's a different reaction. I mean, in a different interaction, excuse me. But yeah, it's it's definitely a new age way of dating. But I, I think it works for people. I've heard some success stories. Yeah, obviously. So like Caitlin says, online dating is the new normal. And she talked to some people, people who experienced it for the first time, or how you can guarantee you match with somebody who has the same interest as you. I also feel like since, you know, everyone's busy with school or work or having to take care of so many different things, I think dating apps is such a great outlet. Well, also, you know, they got big thing because the pandemic happened. Yes, that's very true. I wonder how many relationships formed online due to 
everybody being at home for such a lengthy amount of time. Right? Well, that's when dating apps had to introduce, like, FaceTiming and stuff like that. Did you see the ads for that? They had to, like, swipe to FaceTime somebody or something like that. No, I, I think so. I actually saw a commercial for, um, I think it was for Hinge. The way that they advertise Hinge is like, oh, this is the dating app you want to delete. And But the interesting part was they showed a relationship between 2020 and the devil. <laughs> So it was like a really strong relationship with those two. And then it just showed 2020, which was like a girl and the devil. And they fell in love and they ended up deleting the dating app. I was like, wow. wow. A, it's, it was such a beautifully done That's commercial. hilarious. Yeah. But of course, with all the positives, a lot of discourse about the prospect. And one girl, Christina Warner, she was talking about how she felt like she was going through a catalog and didn't know how to choose somebody. And <laughs> she doesn't know them. Are they nice? She doesn't know anything about them. That's and it's true. uncomfortable, which is a good prospect to come from because it really is. You're meeting a stranger. Right. And see, so being a communication major, we learn about, we've actually learned about online dating and how, you know, an interaction in person is way different than through texting. You want to be able to pick up on nonverbal cues, you know, if someone's interested in you or their tone of voice or the way they look at you with eye contact, all that stuff is so important. And with the dating app, you know, you have this great profile of, yeah, I'm so-and-so and I like long walks on the beach and this, that, and the other. And then in person, they might be somebody completely different. Exactly. So it's definitely, it's a gamble, but... You know, it's, why not? We're in a new age, why not? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I couldn't have said it better myself. But yeah, so have you ever experienced a day nap? I have, so many years plenty ago. Plenty of fish plenty you talked of fish. about. Um, I think okay, Cupid, maybe, possibly. Okay. And for me personally, I've had some, you know, n- just like one-time dates, like, oh, hello, and see, so here's the thing for me. I'll say, let's meet for coffee. Yeah. Because if you like them, okay, maybe we can meet for dinner. If you don't, you know, if you're not vibing with them, then coffee is a short enough time. Right. I wouldn't say I've had like a successful relationship from there, but I've met some cool people, and I would say, 80% of them look like their profile picture. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, what about you? No, I've never used a dating app. I have friends who use dating apps, but... Would my, you be open to it? Oh, no, I have a boyfriend. <laughs> Perfect. Old-fashioned way. So, yeah, old-fashioned way, exactly. We met in person. We were in the same gym class together, so... Do you think dating apps are more for people, like, between... 20 and 30 or more like you know 30 plus it's it's for anybody nowadays yeah because there's a bunch of different ways to meet i mean for us we know grinder and we know tinder but mm-hmm. for other people there's farmers only there's yeah. christian mingle yes oh my gosh the ones that are so specific it's like wow there's farmers only <laughs> i didn't but that goes to show you how many people you can be connected with exactly you know and I, on, another thing is like they might not live in your city no. or you're, the love of your life can be 5,000 miles away, yeah. and you never know unless you have that internet connection. Yeah. But just make sure that you see them in person and you know that they're real person. Yes, and always let a friend know where you're going. Exactly. You know, share your location with your friend if you have to. Always be safe. Yes, exactly. I feel that's a good way to end it on. So, Samaya, do you want to take us in to the next story? It's your story. Yes, I would love to. I actually really enjoyed writing this story. It is five things you want to know about sex. 
Um, yeah, so this is actually my story. It's five things you want to know about sex but don't want to ask. You know, being in college, there's so much different transitions and so many new experiences, and you meet so many people. I felt that it was important to talk about those encounters, you know, like take away the stigma of, oh, it's so awkward to or wonder about things. So out of these questions, I'll share some with you guys. One question I asked was, am I the only virgin on campus? You know, I feel like I feel like students, you know, that that comes with like, especially if you're like a freshman and you're new to the partying and all that stuff. You know, everyone's quick to be like, oh, like, what did you do and what did you not do and stuff like that. So I think it's important. And um, I did some research and according to New York Magazine, 40% of college students are actually virgins. And people may not know that because it's not something we talk about uh, openly, right, you know, right. which makes you feel comforting. Like, OK, you know, you should never have to do something because your friend's doing it yeah, or exactly. like there's no timeline, you know, if you're saving yourself for some someone special or just aren't interested in sex that just makes you more awesome because you're living your best life and being true to yourself yeah exactly yeah what do you think about that? I really liked your story thank you and you know going off like the stigma and stuff there are so many college movies where it's like you have to learn you have to lose your virginity yeah. if yeah. you don't lose your virginity in college you're a loser and stuff like that but yeah absolutely it's okay totally okay and there's no rush you know you want to wait for the right person and if it feels right then it will happen right and i feel like if you have a gut feeling like oh i'm not too sure i want to you know do this or hook up with this person then you probably shouldn't and take your time you know yeah 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 one question that i really liked out of your article mm -hmm. was should i buy condoms or go on birth control ah yes okay so let's go address that one so let's get right into it there's no shame in being safe no. for sex you no, know it's very not. important you know, condoms helps protect STDs in pregnancy, and if you don't want to deal with that load in college, then I suggest wearing one for your load. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it, and with birth control for women, you know, it's very important. If you know, like, okay, I mean, you can't plan, like, oh, I'm going to go have sex with this person or yeah. that person, but if you are honest with yourself and you're like, you know what, I might be sexually active or whatever, and you think that birth control might be for you, then, you know, go talk to your doctor and they can set you, there's so many choices, you know, and, and of course, birth control isn't just only for sex. I mean, girls use it for acne, for other stuff. That's true. So there's more there's more to just birth control than sex. Yeah. There's, you know, other options that yeah. you can be on birth control and stuff like that. Yeah, it helps regulate your uh, your hormones for sure. Exactly. Also, if girls don't want to get on birth control, I think it's totally okay for girls to carry condoms with them. Absolutely. You know, it, because in the moment, a lot of things happen in yeah, the moment, exactly. you know? Yeah, exactly. And if in the moment you can take a second and be like, oh, wait, let me be safe, you know, and you have a condom handy, then that's great. Because you can't always trust on your partner no. to be safe. Right. And, you know, right. you know, we're, we're young. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and you're covered both ways. I mean, props to you if you have a condom and you're on birth control, too. Yeah. You know, so... Absolutely. I really loved your article. I feel like it added a lot to this love and sex issue. Thank you. So, oh my gosh, it was great. Thank you so much. I wanted to, um, since it is a love and sex issue, I definitely wanted to take a moment and highlight 
some uh, and talk about sex because I think it's very very important. You know, in the article I also have um, a section for uh, our LGBTQ plus um, students yes. where they can find information and resources on where to go if they have questions or comments or concerns. You Absolutely. know. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you Absolutely. for liking this story. Absolutely. And we're we're all adults. Yeah. You, you know, it's it feels a little awkward because mm-hmm. it's not something that everybody normally talks about. Right. But we're in college, and you kind of forget that you're in college. Yeah. You're kind of like, oh, wait, we're all grown-ups. Of course yes. we can use yes. sex on the front cover of our page yes. because we go to school with adults. Yes, and the per- the beauty of it all is... There is so much information right here on campus. Oh, yes. If you're Absolutely. curious for anything, you just go online, type it up, and I guarantee you'll find some information on it. Absolutely. All right, Sarah, I think we should get into our next story. It's by Eugenie Budnick, and it's scenic and underrated date spots for San Diego couples. So this is very special, you guys, because this is not on our website yet. So you have to go out and get a physical copy in order to read Eugenie's story. Eugenie, she was my host last week. Wonderful, amazing, I love her. And she did on these romantic regions in San Diego that might not come to mind. And of course with Valentine's Day, you wanna take your significant other on a date. So why not go somewhere special, unique? So one of the places she talked about was Gelato Vera Cafe. Ooh. And she talked about how it's in downtown San Diego, and they include late night hours, large upstairs seating area. You know, you can view the San Diego skyline while sipping a cappuccino. I mean. That sounds so good. I love coffee. So she already has me sold on that. (laughs) And I love that it's um, a unique place. You don't want to go to the overcrowded places where you can't even get a reservation, you know? Yeah. So this is something definitely different. I love that. I love it. But don't worry, if you're not a night person, what about an early bird? Oh, Mount Helix. Have you ever been on that hike? That hike is... Have have you been on it? I have. I've done a couple of hikes here in San Diego, but not that one. Tell me about it. So it's a very usual romantic space to take your date because, you know, (laughs) you're, you're, you're hiking to the top of this mountain and, you know, you overlook and it's beautiful and it you go at sunset and Aww. stuff like that or you go when the sun is rising and then you have that feeling of accomplishment together exactly yeah. but also there's the mount helix park why not go for a picnic it has a large amphitheater you can feel like you're on top of the world together you can watch the day start and of course what if you're a movie person well like greece santee has a drive-in theater and you know it's open year-round and it's for more low-key date nights and you know you could order takeout bring it with you be in the comfort of your own car right i actually been to that drive-in multiple times and i love it because i'll go in my pajamas yeah you know and buy whatever like raid 7-eleven put on the pajamas you know bring your fuzzy flip-flops and just be so cozy and it's great i think i watched suicide squad there one year and it was it was awesome and then you just turn on the sound on your radio and it's like you're actually in the theater and it's really cool it's very comfortable very relaxing and covid safe and covid safe yes definitely and covid safe and of course what if you don't want to just spend it in town why not for a little getaway so go to borrego springs Anza Borrego Desert State Park. Oh my gosh, I love this place. Go to Palm Cannon Hotel, the RV resort. Oh my gosh, it's so funny that she mentioned it. 
I go there all the time. Yeah? yeah. What's that like over there? It's wonderful. It's such a nice little place to just get away. They have a pool. They have a golf course. It's hot, so you want to spend it by the pool. But, oh my gosh, that's so great that she mentioned that because I felt like nobody knows where that is. No, I'm glad I know now. I got some recommendations. These sound awesome and so unique. That's what I love that Eugenie had mentioned. These spots are so rare, Yeah, you know, and why not try something different? And Eugenie, adding on your list, what about Julian? You have to go through Julian to get to Borrego. To get some pie. <laughs> so, of course, you need to go get some pie. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, I feel like she really opened up all of our minds. I feel like these are such great places to go. All right. Well, moving on. Why don't we talk about a package that Christina did? Yes, Christina, shout out to the best assistant arts and culture editor ever. She made a little video package on how to make homemade Rice Krispie treats. And from what I got from this video is it is way simpler than I thought. A couple of different ingredients and she just put it together and then she cut it out in little cute little heart shapes and she did a really good job, you know, I think if it's from what I got, you need butter, marshmallows, and some Rice Krispies in a pan, and, and you're good to go. And yeah, if you guys are looking for something easy and cute and sweet to do, you know, and inexpensive at that, you can make homemade Rice Krispie treats for your significant other or your friends or your family. You know, yeah. Valentine's Day is not just about intimate relationships with a partner, but it's just about love for everybody. Right. Speaking of, why don't we transition over to... Isabella's article about celebrating Valentine's Day with your gals, better known as Galentine's Day. What do Abs you think, Sarah? Absolutely. Great point that you get up. Yeah, Isabella, Isabel, Isabel Smith is one of our staff writers. I have yet to meet her, but she wrote this article, article about how, what's Galentine's Day? It's the best time of the year. Obviously, a lot of people are going to spend it single. That's okay, embrace it, love it, it's great. And so she talked about how it's chocolate and candy hearts for your sweethearts, but include your friends. And she talked about Parks and Recreation. Have you ever seen Parks and Recreation? I haven't, but I've heard some good things about that show. Yes, it's a really great show. But she talked about how back in 2010, Parks and Recreation created Galentine's Day. Leslie, nope created Galentine's Day as a day to celebrate your love for your gals. And so it's more about romance. It's about celebrating your lady friends. And I can't help but agree with that. Absolutely. I, I actually kind of want to do that. I think that sounds awesome, getting a couple of your girlfriends together, getting dressed up and all going out. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, remember how in school we would hand out those little, um, there was like 25 of those little, little valentines. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, why can't we do that as, as adults and exactly. just give out little valentines to your friends and just remind them, like, hey, I love you. Yeah, exactly. Love is about the true friends in our lives, the friends that you call when you need advice, make you laugh, check in after a bad day. You know, those should be celebrated too. What should you do? Host brunch, get dressed up, have a movie marathon. There are so many things that you can do with your friends. Yes. And just... And one of the biggest criticisms is this holiday is only exclusively meant to be celebrated by women, but the truth is anybody can spend Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, Palentine's Day. Palentine's Day, I, I love mean, that. As long as you just include your friends, 
And you go get some waffles. Yes. Oh, fresh waffles with some butter and syrup. Heck we're, yeah. We're good to go. Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, I feel that she did a really, really good job at writing this. I love it because, you know, with Valentine's Day, it just comes out that it's just for your significant other. It's just for couples. You need to go out and you need to do it and stuff like that. But yeah, what about your friends? Your friends are just as important as your significant other is. I mean, who do you go rant to when your boyfriend is being dumb? <laughs> that is true. <laughs> you go on that group text of girls. Guess what happened now? <laughs> and you need that moral support, you know, for guys and for girls. I know the boys have their talk. The way you talk to your friends is different than how you talk to your significant other. You know what I mean? And sometimes you just need that reminder. Friends help you remember something you might forget, you know, and, and it's really important. And Valentine's Day or Palentine's Day, I love that. I love that so much. Yeah. I think is is good to remind your friends like, hey, thanks for having my back. I appreciate you. Absolutely. But let's talk about another aspect of Valentine's Day. And that's watching out for the red flags. That Ooh. also goes for dating apps too. It yes. all kind of ties in. It does. Red flags. We have an article here written by Daniela Ramirez, and she gives a brief on red flags and to look out for them, you know, when, when meeting somebody. And the thing with red flags is everyone has different red flags. What may be a red flag to you may not be the same for me, and right. so on and so on. So one thing she had mentioned is, like, should a man for the first date? And, you know, I feel like that's, well, okay, in my personal opinion, there's a stigma on like, oh, you know, you're you're the man. You're supposed to pay for the first date. And that shows that, you know, like one thing Daniela mentions is about, you know, men paying on the first date. I love that she made a reference that women have been ruling the world since Beyonce in 2011. Shout out to Sasha Fierce, of course. And, you know, nowadays I feel like it's okay if, you know, the guy doesn't pay on the first date. You know, I personally... If I get to, let's say I meet someone, right? Right. And they take me out and it's our first date. If he wants to pay, great. On the second date, if he paid on the first date, I will want to pay on the second date to show like, hey, you know, like you got me, I got you too. Right. It shouldn't have to be so like, oh, the guy has to pay for the first three or four dates to show that he's interested. It's so, things are so different now, you know, and I appreciate her highlighting that. Absolutely. Or, you know, something else is that it is your first date, so what's wrong with splitting the bill? I mean... That's true. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I remember my boyfriend and I doing that for our first date, but we were just getting to know each other. What, what do you expect? You don't you don't know if you're going to go on a first date again. Yeah, that's so true. And, and I agree with you. Splitting the bill, it doesn't take away from any romantic aspect. It's literally like, hey, we can just split the bill. And, yeah. And go from there. No awkward conversations about who's doing it. No waiting for the other person to reach for it. Right. There are red flags coming when somebody has to pay for dinner. Like if the guy says, oh, I forgot my wallet. Oh, yes. That definitely is a red flag because it's like, how do you leave the house without your wallet? If you forgot your wallet, where's your driver's license or your ID to even have a drink with me? Exactly. <laughs> um, what about you, Sarah? What would you 
consider a red flag for yourself personally? I actually thought of a red flag that oh. I experienced once in my life. Okay. So I remember, this was before my boyfriend. This is when me and my boyfriend were in the talking stage. We hadn't got together yet, but I was in a class. And, you know, when you're in a class, you sometimes meet somebody and you're like, hey, can I exchange numbers with you so that way we can talk about assignments? Yes, books, of course. Stuff like that. Right. You know, so that way you guys can stay on page together and stuff like that. Well, this guy immediately gave me a nickname, which was kind of weird. <laughs> and then when we started talking, he said, he goes, I want to learn everything about you tonight. That was, so he did, did he even talk about the assignment? Nope. <laughs> he wanted to know everything about me, and he wanted to, and he wanted to know every detail about me in that one night. And I was like, this is not how it's supposed to be. I think he took advantage of, hey, because I've had teachers be like, oh, you guys should exchange numbers to talk about the assignment. I think he took that as a different opportunity. And that's definitely a red flag for me because, one, I'm not going to want to work with you on any of No, absolutely <laughs> not. And two, is that really the time and place in class and a nickname right away? Yeah. No, come on now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry you had to go through that. How no. awkward. Red flags, I guess, after reading Daniela's article, I don't think I ever looked for red flags up until I just kind of started get to, getting to know the person. And then it's like, oh, yeah. oh, this might not be something I agree with. Well, but I never really thought of it as a red flag till now. I'm like, oh, that might mean, like, maybe this isn't the person for me. Exactly. Where are some places that students can go and find a paper copy of the Daily Aztec? So there's one by Landham Hall. There is one by Gateway Center. I think it, there's one in front of the student union There's as well. one in front of the student union. You can find them all over the place. So go out, get a copy, find them on campus. Go for a scavenger hunt and go try to find yes. this special issue. All right, guys, it's our favorite time. It's Featured Opinion of the Week, but this time we're going to talk horoscopes. So myself and the whole opinion team got together and we did this horoscopes for each of the horoscopes for Aquarius, for Taurus, all that kind of stuff. And if you're looking to know about your Valentine's Day, about your February, why don't you go check them out? Sumaya, what's yours? Let's read yours. Should we read mine? Sure. All right. So I'm a Cancer, which okay. is the most emotional sign of all of them. So come Valentine's Day, the emotions are even heightened even more. It says, your hopeless romantic heart is in unison with your sex drive constantly being high. When you love someone, you give them your all. The words you say are sweeter than chocolate-covered strawberries, and the way you physically touch sends goosebumps down your lover's back. Ooh. <laughs> your strong desires lead you to a passionate love affair with Pisces or a thrill with Capricorn. Yes, it can be so magical in the moment, but don't get too caught up. You're drawn to maturity and stability, so ask yourself what really fulfills your needs. Maybe you will find true love when you truly love yourself. Aw, I love that. And you know, the interesting thing is, I've had both my exes, one was a Pisces and one was a Capricorn, so it works, you know, and it's accurate, you guys. I, I personally, from reading the Cancer um, horoscope, I can definitely relate. It spoke to me, and I think if you go and look for yours, you might be able to identify and get some juicy advice. Well, I wrote mine. Did you? I did, yeah. So I'm a Taurus, and I wrote, and this is what I wrote for Taurus, because I felt that it described me, and I wrote Taurus. 
you are headstrong and you know and you are known to be intelligent, dependable, hardworking, dedicated, and stubborn. Like the saying goes, you mess with the bull, you get the horn. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but you're also affectionate. Your love language is touch, and a simple I love you with a big hug with a big hug matters a lot. So on Valentine's Day, set up something different with candles, flowers, and a nice dinner. Dedicate quality time for your sweetheart, or for yourself, or for the people you love the most. Plan a night where you feel completely loved and relaxed, which is probably long overdue because you've worked incredibly hard to get where you are. And I wrote this because I have been working my butt off lately. You have been. You know, I've been doing so much. I have a job. I'm working at the Daily Aztec. You know, I'm happy. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad to be where I am, but it gets overwhelming. Oh, yeah. I'm a human. Yes. That happens. You know, so you can absolutely love life. But it's going to get overwhelming at some point. You're going to have so much to do and stuff like that. So I wrote that with, in mi with mind of, okay, maybe I should spend time with the people that I love the most. Yeah. With my significant other. Right. Instead of worrying about work and stuff. I deserve that. I deserve you, to feel loved. You definitely do. I vouch for having like one day of the week at least. For me personally, it's Sundays. That's when you take a bath, watch a movie, stay in pajamas, hang out with your friends, yeah. cook dinner, order in, whatever. You have to take time for yourself. That way you're centered, you're balanced, and the rest of your week goes smoothly. Yeah, absolutely. Do you want to pick another one? What, can you think of somebody with another sign that you maybe want to read and we'll just go from there? Yeah, we'll go from there. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and read Gemini Okay. because... I think it might be a little saucy. <laughs> okay. Hello, beautiful Gemini. This Valentine's Day is going to be even better than last. Ooh, okay. I know you've been searching for that special someone you can connect with on a sexual level, and this year is your year. Jump out of your comfort zone and open the door to that person you've been thinking about because they're going to impress you in ways you've only dreamt about. Be prepared to wake up in the morning feeling that pleasurable pain from the crazy night before spent with that wild animal. Wow. Wow. Gemini. Ooh. February's your month and <laughs> I cannot I cannot wait for you guys to go experience that wild Go have that wild night. I love that it says um that pleasurable pain from the crazy night before. That is such an identifiable feeling for most, I'm sure. You guys can obviously see that these horoscopes have some great information on there. Definitely go pick up a copy. And Absolutely. And obviously, we can't read them all. So obviously, guys, we can't read them all or else this be an hour podcast. And do you really, why not just save the best for yourself? Pick up a copy, read them yourself. There's some really good ones. I mean, I think we're competing with the koala with this. So we are. Oh. So go out and see it. And with that, guys, I think that's it for us. Samaya, thank you so much. This has been such a great episode. I had so much fun. I feel like it was such a great Valentine's Day episode to come out on Valentine's Day. I totally agree. Thank you so much for having me, Sarah. You're such a great host, and I love this issue. It's fun, it's flirty. And you guys go get a copy. And if not, go online. Everything's virtual. Follow the Daily Aztec on Instagram as well. Absolutely. Especially because we got a brand new good social media editor. Oh, I wonder <laughs> who that is. Sorry, guys. Self-emotion. She's right next to me. <laughs> 
But yes, go follow us. Go online to read these amazing stories. They're online. Go pick up a copy. And, you know, absolutely watch for Production Night. It's coming out every Monday. But not only that, we have other great podcasts here on the Daily here at the Daily. Aspect. We do. We have Daniela and Danny. They do Sports Spears, which is a podcast on all the sports-related events and news going on on campus. So you guys look out for that as well. Absolutely. You're going to try to get on that too, right? Yes. Get some basketball information. Absolutely. In. Which is amazing because I'd love that if you got some basketball information on yeah, there. Yeah, cool. I, yeah. I love it. Thank you for having me. Of course. You know, and the side pod is coming back with Jessica and Julia. And we're creating a brand new arts and culture podcast, which is Ooh. going to be very interesting. We're going to get a round table together. So, guys, look out for that. But with that, I think we're going to go. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for listening. I hope that you had as much fun as we did because there was a lot of laughs today. Yes. I hope everybody has an amazing Valentine's Day, Valentine's Week, and you can celebrate love all year round. Absolutely. Why does it have to be limited to one day? Right? It should be every day. It should be every day. (laughs) All right, guys, thank you so much. Bye. Bye.